There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey friends, I'm Devin Simone. And I'm Tori Deal, and this is MTV's official challenge podcast. You guys, this is a very special episode of the podcast because we have not one, but two guests for our interview today. But before we get into that, let's do a quick breakdown of this episode, shall we? Yes. All right, first we have the challenge, Burst Your Bubble. Hot air balloon rides, by the way, 10 out of 10. Love them. Be smart about where you do them. Uh, We had the winners, Michaela and Chris. That was like... Wild one because Michaela was terrified, terrified mm. of that. Mm-hmm. And then Chris, because he's been the underdog all season. And this, if there was ever a daily to win, this was the one to win. I'm 100%. not looking at you, Tori Elizabeth Ann, saying that this was the one to win, but I am saying that this is the daily. I know. <laughs> if there were a daily, this is the one to win. So that really puts, it's also a double elimination. So, like, that's a really huge deal because you have these yeah. two people, Michaela and Chris, sort of in charge of who's going down there, which is wild. Well, then we have the voting. And of course, Cassidy and Fessy are the ones that are voted in. And the hopper selects Chanel and Josh. I feel like this Cassidy and Chanel thing has been brewing. So kind of good to see. Bessie and Josh is heartbreaking because they're like BFF besties. I mean, yeah. I mean, it makes for good TV, but it's always like disappointing. Interestingly though, so Josh (laughs) votes for bananas and bananas Mm -hmm. is hot. You vote for Josh and Josh is chill. What's Mm. up with that? I think that there was a lot of pain involved and like just emotional. It's not that he wasn't upset it was just Mm -hmm. that he wasn't angry he was hurt it was even worse yeah it was like when your parents like I'm disappointed in you yeah that's what it was and I think Josh had already felt so bad because he was really in between a rock and a hard place when Mm -hmm. Fessy said if you don't put in bananas then you know I how can we be friends after this like Fessy kind of gave Josh an ultimatum he did yeah and I thought that was like listen I get it's a game and you do have to pick who you're working with but like that's not an easy decision for Josh to make it's not an easy, but he made it so, harder for himself by telling bananas yeah. right off the bat. I would never put, I'm never, I put it on my life. Like why, why? Oh, Josh. I, this is what I think happens in the challenge house. Like you really do for a split second think that you are probably going to align with somebody and then somebody yeah. else gets in your ear. And then like yep. 15 minutes later, you're looking at it from a different angle. And I mm-hmm. think that. If Josh wouldn't have said, I swear on my family's life, then I feel like it would be easier to look at the situation and see how much right. turmoil he was in. But it was like that one little phrase yes. that just pushes the whole thing over the edge. Yes. 
It does. Total housewives behavior. So, so then we have this epic competition, and it's the thing that we knew was coming or likely coming all season. Mm-hmm. It is a whole brawl. But this time, it's a whole brawl with a twist. I'd say it's it's my type of whole brawl. It's a whole brawl yeah. with a puzzle. So yeah. that means it's anyone's game, yeah. uh, which makes it super interesting. So we have the whole brawl. The boys basically got rid of their pads instantly, and then yeah. we're just, like, fighting. The girls, I mean... Chanel basically drug Cassidy back. We have more tea on that, by the way, in this interview that you're definitely going to want to hear. But our winners ultimately are Chanel and Fessy, which mm-hmm. means we see Cassidy and Josh go home. It is a lot going on. It means everyone left is going to the final. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely wow. What do you think is going to happen in the final now looking at the lineup? Ooh, you know, I've like... I've thought about this. I've I've prayed about it. No, um, I don't know. I kind of, I actually, I I kind of have a feeling Dr. Desi is going to pull it out. Mm. That this is my feeling. And by the way, I have for those who don't know. Yes, I work here, but I have, Tori has been committed. Our wonderful producer, Nicole, has been committed. I have no spoilers, so I do not know who wins. I did not want to know. So if I'm right, amazing. But if I'm wrong, well, then you'll know why. Um, so I feel like Desi is going to pull it out. And actually... I kind of, I want Corey. I feel like I yeah. want Corey to pull it out too. I really, really do. I mean, everybody there is good. Tori, obviously I love you, but you won before. Uh, <laughs> I, like I want Dr. Totally. Desi and Corey, I think are my, my top two I'm rooting for. Who yeah. are your gold star and timeouts for this week? Uh, I got to give my gold star to Chris because mm-hmm. he has like, he was the only rookie boy left in the entire game. And mm-hmm. if he didn't win last week or this week, then he was going right into elimination both times. And mm-hmm. so he kept himself safe. Mm-hmm. Not only did he do that, but he really stirred the house up when he put Fessy in because it yeah. broke up a bunch of friendships. So I think he, when the pressure really is on him, he knows mm-hmm. how to perform. And I think that he deserves the gold star. Absolutely. I like that. Who do you think? Well, my gold star, it's a toss up between Michaela because mm-hmm. of the fear that we saw in her and the way that she just rocked it is wild. The other toss-up, though, are the rookie girls. Yeah. Because I have to say, the way they came in from the jump and organized and like stayed united in a way, mm-hmm. my, I call, call them Destiny's Child. You guys have heard me say that before. Destiny's Child has made it, all right? Yeah. Maybe we can yeah. make a reunion tour come, happen, but <laughs> Destiny's Child has made it. And I am so proud, I think, as rookies and being placed against some of the most epic challenge vets of all time. It's just really impressive. So I think it's between Michaela, who's a part of Destiny's Child, or Destiny's right. Child, and I'm going to have to give it to Destiny's Child as my gold star. Who gets your um, timeout of the week? Uh, I mean, it's tough because I don't know if I would go back and change how I voted, but mm-hmm. I really want to give it to myself because Josh is really such a close friend of mine, Aww. and it was just such a – it's one of those things where you look at it and you wonder if you've – if the challenge has made you more calculated and has like almost made you lose your heart in a way, because mm. you try to play so strategically that you stop forgetting to play with emotions. Like I almost wonder if I took my emotions too much out of the game. Listen so, to the soft side of yeah. Tori Elizabeth Ann. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Aww. Oh, I love that. I'm not even going to give a timeout. I'm just going to let that note sit. I do want to give a quick <laughs> shout out, though, to uh, Katie Para and Jackie Brinkley, who DM'd me and said that they, one of them, uh, Katie loved TJ's 90s button up in Carhartt from a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and Jackie loved TJ's shirt as well. I appreciate you guys 
recognizing TJ's <laughs> wardrobe. Uh, also want to give a big shout out to my dear friend and avid challenge fan and watcher, Clinton Kelly and his husband, Damon. They are big challenge fans. They listen to the podcast all the time. And so I want to give them a shout out for always listening and listening to the end. We love Hi, him. Clinton. Woohoo. We want, he has to come on one day. Maybe he can do like a wardrobe breakdown of the whole episode. I feel like that'd be hilarious. You guys should um, do that for me. I could use the help. <laughs> <laughs> I could really use the help. All right, we're talking. You know, that is true. I always look at your hair, though. I don't always look at your fashions because your hair is just popping all the time. So it doesn't even, yeah. I don't even pay attention to what you're wearing <laughs> on there. Um, okay, you guys, this is going to be such an epic episode. You're not going to want to miss it. We have Chanel and Josh here, all right, sharing their sides of the story, their strategies in the game, and some inside scoop on what really went down that we didn't see, including... A crazy request that Chanel had just before the elimination. It is wild, y'all. You are not going to want to miss this. So grab a snack, do your thing, take us with you, and come back for this amazing interview right after this. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. All right, guys. Well, it's our favorite part of the episode, except this time we're double lucky. We're kind of playing on TJ's double elimination, and we're having a double guest podcast. Woo-hoo! I mean, listen, this episode was wild. So who else better to have than Chanel Howell? She played on Survivor 42, absolutely crushing it this season. And also Josh Martinez, who I'm sure has a lot to say this episode. Welcome, guys. <laughs> What's up, friends? Hi, guys. Welcome. All right, before we get into it, I have to say, Josh, you seem real nervous. I'm not doing so well on this, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but I'm excited to talk it out with you guys. But yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little I'm a little uneasy right now. It's just tough having to relive all that. So I we'll get into all that now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's a safe space. Yeah. One that may have some side eye. Only 2% judgment, but it comes from a place of love, okay? So consider it like a therapy session, but we're not licensed at all. We'd be shut down if we were. Um, (laughs) And our theme here is that we don't overthink it. We just overshare. So for both of you, Chanel and Josh, feel free. We want to know all the tea behind the scenes. Because, you know, Tori tells us some stuff, but she'd be leaving out stuff. So we want to know 
all the thoughts. Before we get into that, though, this was there were two very different outcomes for the both of you in this episode. How does it feel for each of you sort of looking back on that now? Chanel, why don't we start with you? Yeah. Um, well, thank you for the intro, Tori. Um, this obviously was like best case scenario coming into this game as a rookie. Like there's a lot kind of riding on your shoulders, wanting to make a name for yourself, wanting to prove yourself. And then, you know, just to make it to a final, it feels really massive. So I'm happy with the outcome of it. And the crazy thing is I know that I had to go into an elimination to feel like I fully, fully like earned it, earned my spot, deserved to be, to be there. So yeah, I mean, it was a good outcome for me, obviously. Mm-hmm. Josh, what about you? Um, Yeah, I mean, not the outcome that I wanted, but to be honest with you, I, oh, I don't know, it's hard. I, you know, I've done six seasons. I haven't had the success that I've wanted on this show. And I think the end goal for all of us is to win it, but also to just make a final and, and put myself through that. Um, so it's really hard. It's really disappointing. Um, but I think that, you know, as you see the, in the episode, I was willing to do whatever. And I think I lost a bit of myself this season. I was so um, locked in on doing whatever it took to get to a final that, you know, I lost myself and lost a bit of my like moral compass, if you want to say. So in a way, I didn't feel like I earned it or I deserved that spot because I didn't stay true to who I am as a person. So, I mean, it played out how it played out. It's definitely a learning, growing pain, growing lesson, but um, yeah, it's tough. It's hard. I think that like, I can totally agree with you. And throughout this entire season, we've seen karmic responses. And I think those karmic responses will continue even through the final. Probably this is just the name of the game when it comes to the challenge. Like there is this spirit that exists in the show. It's like you try to play it, but if you play too hard or you, you think too much about something, it may play you back. 100%. So I feel you on that. And I think it's its own beast. Um, But in the beginning of this episode, we really got to watch both of you guys share your personal stories, which was super, super beautiful. And I would love to hear more about that. And Chanel, let's start with you first. Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting. Like, I truly say I manifested going on the challenge because I did not think I was going to get a call. I maybe like nine or so months before filming, I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to go on the challenge. And I literally just started training like crazy, but I knew it was a long shot because I was a pretty middling player on survivor. Like there are other contenders in my head that would get the call before me. So like when they called me, I was like, wow, like this is, this is like serendipitous almost. And like, you know, I, I haven't shared this publicly, but I gave up a lot to go on the show. Like I, you know, left my corporate job at Goldman Sachs to play the challenge. And so it was just like, you better fucking work. Like you better like, like really Devin's so Devin's like, face. You better. Sorry, my face. I am still shocked. Yes. If you guys yes. know the significance of that, holy hell girl. Wow. Oh my God. All the things. <laughs> Sorry, continue. We'll get back to yes. that. Go ahead. And continue. so I just felt like <laughs> I felt like I just had to really do well because I gave up so much to come and play this game. And so um, it was a really like beautiful experience to like get the opportunity to play. And um, I just felt like I had just so much writing on it. So like in honor, obviously. Um, 
Yeah. What exactly was your, your, your role at Goldman? I mean, you have to give us super details, but what exactly? <laughs> I, was so in, I, was in, I was working in strategy, but I mean, obviously it was the challenge. It was a very calculated decision. Like I'm never going to go into anything like full fledged, like yeah, flying by the seat of my pants. I don't think y'all know. I just <laughs> look, I have some clients as a matching guy, some clients, we get, we know what our clients make and I have clients that are all sorts of roles, jobs, jobless, teachers, execs, blah, blah. I know what Goldman Sachs folks generally can be raking in. So I understand the significance of giving that up on a manifestation. Girl, you have more faith than a mustard seed. That is for sure. Wow. I mean, I said wow. it. I said it at the end. I said, listen, I'm always going to bet on myself. And this is like another one of those where I bet on myself. I was like, I'm, good. Oh, I'm yeah. just going to put myself in the best position to win. And I trained for this call for nine months. And if I get the call, I'm going to take it. So that was really amazing. That is amazing. That is yes. like, So that's why you that's why you thrived at jumping on the trampoline doing the math <laughs> is that what you do at goldman sachs you jump on trampolines and do strategy i, I feel like that's shade because i obviously flopped on that <laughs> no you got you, you you were the first girl done in the math oh, yeah in the yeah. math version okay yeah that, that's, that's not shade. that's true okay yeah the math portion i'm genuinely talking about right. oh man chanel why did you want to come on the challenge so bad were you a fan of this like had you watched it before were you a fan of the show I started watching my actual first season of Real World was Cancun. And I was like, oh my God, I love John A. And then I, I like just missed the really, really good season. It was about one season before that. Um, <laughs> no, but was that yeah, yours? Continue. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then I dabbled in road rules. And then maybe like five ish years ago, I got into the challenge and I was hooked. But I think like it's definitely a little bit of ego. I like lived a dream going on Survivor and not performing the way that I wanted. I feel like I like needed to prove myself. I like had something left out there. And so that was really what was driving, honestly, very ego driven. But I was like, I need to play a game again. That's going to be in my wheelhouse, right? Where I mm -hmm. can rely solely on my abilities. Survivor, if enough people don't like you, like you're gone, you're voted out. But the challenge is like, I live and die by my own hands, my own strength, mm -hmm. my own mind. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I'm going to bet on myself. So I really wanted to play a game that was more so in my arena. So that was really like what the what the goal was. Mm. Having watched the show, were you a fan of like before coming to the house? What? Yeah, let's do a little quiz. We did this with Michaela and uh, people seem to really like it online. So really quick pop quiz. So since you mm -hmm. did watch the show a little bit before coming in and you were a fan of the show, um, let's talk some of your uh, favorites or your thoughts on their strategies. Let's start with Tori's strategy in past season. <laughs> so excluding this season, Ooh. as you've seen her play, um, give me one word to describe how you, or give me one word to describe Tori's gameplay. Messy. <laughs> messy but safe, messy but safe. Mm. safe and messy it sounds sexual yeah. <laughs> you would Tori oh you would Tori we've talked oh about God. this <laughs> you would okay messy but safe how do you think it's safe what do you think she does that plays it safe she plays with her friends which is a mm. great strategy um mm -hmm. she plays protected which I saw is a great strategy but messy mm -hmm. because she has entanglements you know Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Will and Jada. Um, <laughs> what would you say about Corey's strategy? Politics. Okay. Mm. Politics. What about Fessy's? Fessy, I'd say like 
I mean, he just goes off his strength. So like just pretty, pretty like low key, like one dimensional, very one dimensional. Yeah. Perform performance. Yeah. Based. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you say about our dear friend Josh's strategy? <laughs> previous seasons. <laughs> Mr. Congeniality, but in the worst way. <laughs> the worst way. Because if you have too many friends, you've got too many checks you can't cash. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. true, Chanel. That's a good way to I'll describe Josh B. Shopping out of his budget, just regularly on the challenge. <laughs> Handing out dollars and credit to people. And then if, then it's like, oh, I don't I don't have any more money. But we will, we will uh, get into that. Oh, yeah. Tori, what was it like watching this episode back for you and how nervous were you when Michaela ultimately won the daily that you'd be the primary target so this day in itself was very difficult and Josh and Chanel can speak to this we woke up at like four o'clock in the morning we had to be at the hot air balloons by 7 a.m and the whole challenge was over by like nine because there was like a wind issue and they wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure we could do it so we were so drained from that morning, from waking up so early to the point where after the adrenaline had already dropped from the challenge being over, mm-hmm. I remember just us laying down. We we had to wait two hours to go back to the house to even go to lunch. So we all really? just laid. Yeah, we all just laid on the concrete and kind of just sat there and basked in the fact that this is truly the last day. Like we yeah. knew the final was like right there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember, I think I looked over at Chanel. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going in. And she was like, no, you're not. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. But I was kind of at peace with it because it was the end and like there's only so much you can do. But I think either it was you or Desi that had a combo with Michaela that kind of assured me that that wasn't going to happen. Um, and I had that secret combo with Michaela. You see a little clip to it mm-hmm. mid episode. So I wasn't too stressed about that. What I was I was more stressed about voting. And I'm sure Josh can speak the same than I was about competing because there's this emotional Like there's this emotional weight, this emotional burden you carry when you do play with your friends, Mm -hmm. which is my strategy in the game until you get to a point where now you have to vote one of them in. Like it was truly our friends group, worst case scenario, because Chris was safe and he would have been the very easy vote. And so now it's us against us. And it, in a sense, it's a good thing to be there because it means we all made it here, but somebody's got to go. So uh, it was it was not easy. And I'm sure just like it wasn't easy for me, you know, it wasn't easy for Josh. And this whole episode was pretty much about that. Yeah. Chanel, why did you and Desi have a conversation with Michaela in Tori's favor? Because in previous episodes, we sort of saw where there was a little, you know, you guys kind of made a pact and then it got messy. And then, uh, you know, it looked like there was sort of amends made, but just knowing Tori's history in the game and knowing that she's, you know, an accomplished player, why did you guys decide to to maybe encourage Michaela to go towards Cassidy or whatever it is that you did to intervene? I mean, having Tori as a main vote on a double limb means that Mm -hmm. us are going to go against her. And Mm. at this point, it's not even about fear. It's just about like just being dumb, right? Like Mm -hmm. as what? nine, eight seasons under her belt. I don't know who was going to volunteer one round before a final to go against a seasoned vet and a champ. Like it just doesn't make sense. Right. And so it's like, at this point in the game, you've already like made your bed, which is, we're going to run against her. We're going to run with her. And like, let's just run the final together. May the best woman win. Mm -hmm. There's that Goldman thinking right there. That is Mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Josh, what was your, like, what is your best case scenario going into this elimination. So actually before 
you know, obviously before we find out that it is going to be you, what were you kind of hoping would play out? Honestly, I was hoping, um, it's so crazy. This is going to sound so crazy, but I, the guilt that I was feeling all day from voting in Johnny, I was hoping it was going to be me and not Johnny. Like I, like when we were down in the sand, I was like, I'd rather it be me. And if I win, then I won and I could deal Mm -hmm. with that guilt. But it was killing me knowing that I, you know, backstabbed me and Johnny, we were close going in, but we became really close that season. So I could, I, I don't know. It was just like Tori said, it was a really long day. I probably slept like two, three hours. My mind wasn't right, but also, just like I wasn't in the right headspace. I was, like I said in, in the episode, I was so desperate to make a final that I crossed mm-hmm. friendships. I I completely lost a sense of myself. And I just was like kind of not checked out, but I was like, all right, this I made my bed now lay in it kind of thing. So I was like, fuck. Like even when I heard my name, I was like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is probably what was supposed to happen anyway. So, Yeah. I don't know if that answered the question, but no, it did. no, yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. What did, what do you think that like, I mean, obviously this entire season we see you and Johnny bond, right? Like yeah. you guys stayed in the same room together and what was it that brought you guys so close together? Like, tell us about your relationship and friendship. Honestly, I think it's way before the show. John, first of all, Johnny has always been a vet since I started the game that has always looked out for me. I don't think it was ever highlighted because we weren't that close in past seasons, but he was always good to me. He's never really crossed me. He's always had my back in dealing with the fans and, you know, dealing with the game inside the house. He's always been so helpful to me. So um, in that game, like, we came in united, and I, you and him were, besides Fest, were, like, my brother and sister. They're like, you guys were my people. So um, I felt safe. I felt good. Like, I felt like I, no matter what, I would have somebody that was in my corner. And that's what was hard in taking a shot at him was – losing that so like in kind of crossing him him trusting me and building this because johnny doesn't let a lot of people in he's super friendly he gets along with everybody but to be part of his core like you know it's a big deal for him so for me to break that i think that's what was really hard but i honestly was in such a hard like it felt like i was gonna cross fessy if i it wasn't really in choosing Corey. it was like Mm -hmm. i i had to choose it between johnny and fessy Whereas in Corey would have been the easiest thing for me to do. And I think Fessy down the line would have respected it. I think it was just like, all right, I'm crossing one of my friends. Either way, I'm going to piss somebody off. So Mm. it was really tough. Um, But Josh, do you feel like you make things hard for yourself? Yes. In terms of, okay, yeah. Yeah, but that's who I am as a person. I can't, you know, I like if you know me personally, you know that I love hard. Like if I consider you a friend, I will give you the last dollar in my pocket right. to shirt off my back and that's just how i am but i think at that point you know i'm playing with all my good friends like, yeah. like we well, got to that point and it's like all right fuck now but I need it's to like you you, you go but you go above because even if we go back to you, the elimination we saw where you voted west right and it was yeah. like and yeah. you we saw the emotional turmoil yeah. there and actually let's go back there briefly which which did hit you harder? Was it the vote you had to do for Wes in terms of emotionally and regret and that sort of thing, or the vote that you ended up doing for Bananas? Johnny. Johnny, Johnny hit you harder. If Wes played again, I would do it again. Honestly, mm-hmm. because I stand by that. I stand by the fact that Wes is... 
I did not attack him in confessionals. I never talked bad about him. I did a game move, and I stand by that game move. And I, Do you stand by it now because you've seen his confessional and seen him I, talking a little bit of smack? Did that change oh, how you feel? No, because for me personally, I'm always going to do what's best for my game, even if it's hard. I'm not going to say I'm not going to get emotional. I'm not going to say I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to say that it's not going to be hard on me, but I'm going to do what's best. I knew at that point it was best. My options were Tyler, Johnny, and Corey, and Wes. Mm -hmm. Out of those four, the person that I was least closest with was Wes. But also, we had played it, – it, so, like, Chanel said it best in the house. I remember her saying it. I, you know, she was like, oh, we made the merge. We had played up to the merge, like how they say in Survivor. We made it to the halfway point. That's mm -hmm. it. It's an individual game now, so it's fair game. Was it really hard? Yeah, because we had a really good friendship. But, um, you know, he's one of the best to ever play, and I'm ne nobody could ever take that away from him. So, for me, strategically, especially with the options I had, I thought it was the best move. Um, and you know, yeah, him talking, you know, Wes is a great dude and I'm not going to bash him, but he has the biggest ego mm -hmm. in the world. And, you know, <laughs> I think that instead of him being like, damn, this guy screwed me over. And like, you know, I considered him a friend. He went the different route and dog. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't make the move. I would do, do the move again. I don't care how much shit I get for it. It was a smart play and I made it further. So. Yeah. Would you do the move again then with the bananas thing? Because no. you did it for your no. own. I mean, no, no, you wouldn't. I would never. I would never. I would yeah. much rather. I much rather go out, get out of. The, you know, just because. And me and Johnny talked about it. We've made up since then, but I still mm -hmm. know it's not. I yeah, know he's it, not gonna forget. He's. Yeah, yeah. I just know. Yeah. In the game, I know that. Uh, you know, it's gonna come my way at some point, and granted, I deserve it. But, um, you know, that's that's one friendship that I really, I really respect. And, you know, he's a really, he's really, he's just a really good friend to me. So I, I regret that one. That's definitely, you know, with these games, you live, you learn, and you can only yeah. learn from your mistakes. And I definitely, yeah. that's one that I really do regret. Yeah. Do you think you're hard on yourself too, though? Yes. Because look, yes. Tori, as as Chanel says, Tori plays with friends, right? Like that's kind of part of her game and strategy. Um, and... Ultimately, for anyone in the game, when you get down to the final X, Y, and Z, yeah, you have to start making game. It's an individual game. Yet, when those moves are made, and we've seen pretty much everyone do it who's made it to a final, um, there's a sense of respect to a degree. Like, I feel like there's there's sort of two ways to go about it. There's you make the moves you have to make, and you go, look, I love you, but we're here at this game, and there's no, you know, like this is kind of what the options are, or you sort of make it a little more complicated by right before voting for that person go, I promise I'll never vote for you in my entire life. And then you go yeah. and vote for them. Um, yeah. Do you think it would be easier if, you know, you know that this the next time you're in the challenge, you know, when you make it this far, because I believe you're going to make it to a final, when you make it this far, you're going to have to then vote against someone you love or care about that yeah. just letting them know that 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 vote in that moment is not you as a person and you as a friend instead of like promising the world. Do you think that might make it a little easier? hundred percent. Yeah. Can I speak to 100%. this? Too? Um, I just want to speak to this yeah. because as somebody who like, if you look at the way Josh bananas and I all voted, it's like, we were friends. I put my vote on Josh. Yeah. Josh puts his vote on bananas. The reaction Josh gives me for me telling him yes. is so much yes. different than the, reac the reaction bananas gets gives to bananas. And that's what I was trying to explain to Josh. And like, this is truly how I feel. It was an unfair reaction from B from bananas. Like, yes. I totally believe that. Listen, we're at the end with our friends and Josh, the way you're beating yourself up 
and the way that you're, of course, you're upset with me. And like, you know, we've had conversations about it, but how you're not attacking me and you're not making me feel like a shitty piece of person, a shitty piece of person, (laughs) a shitty person like bananas is doing that to you. And that's not fair. And I think that I think that like you don't have to beat yourself up multiple times about this thing because it is just a game. We all sign up for the exact same thing. We sign up to play and we pray that at the end people have our back. And if they don't, then so be it. Now, I think the tricky part with this whole vote is Bananas was afraid that he was going to go against Fessy in a hall brawl, which now becomes less of a fear of, oh, I'm going to lose more. I'm going to go home in a stretcher, which is what he was saying. So it's like genuinely afraid of being hurt. But like same thing with Josh, like Josh. This was the last elimination right before the final. So this is big for you as well in a different way. So I think you could be you could be handling it the same way Johnny is and you're not. And you deserve to be treated the way you're treating me. That's what I'm saying. I agree. I'd say the one difference, though, is unless they didn't show, like we didn't get to see it and it's behind the scenes, is the immediately, I don't know how many hours you guys are having some of these conversations before the vote, right? But saying, like, if he, if Tori, if you had gone up to Josh, right before the vote and been like, I swear on my life, I swear on my cat, I swear yeah, on whatever, yeah. I'll never vote for yeah. you. And then did it. I do think yeah. that pours a little salt in the wound. But I agree, Josh, like you did what you had to do. It doesn't make you a terrible person. I think I get where Tori's coming from. And, you know, there's some truth to it. And that's just, I don't hold grudges. So I, you know, did it sting a little bit that you voted for me? I mean, yeah, it fucking sucks. But at the end of the day, I love you. And I love you like family. And we're going to get over it and I know we're going to have other times where we'll play together and I trust that you won't do that again, but um, I'm coming with, to scratch with, your back, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> with Johnny, I agree with Devin. I think that, you know, he really did trust me at that point and I crossed, you know, I crossed, I crossed him and I went back on my word. So I get where he's coming from and I understand that. And, you know, I think that, it's just so crazy. I, I, I feel like I played such a good social game or whatever to that point. And I saw in you did. literally a few you hours did. my whole game crumble, but then lose. Like, I lost myself. And I that was the hardest pill to swallow. I was like, oh, I couldn't even sit with myself. I was like, I completely lost myself to this game. Like, I completely lost myself to the show. And that's what was I was struggling with internally. I was like, holy shit, who... Yeah. What am I willing to do to make a final? So now, months later, I'm able to look at that and be like, I will never move like that again because mm-hmm. it doesn't. It's not who I am at my core, and that was the hardest total swallow. Besides crossing my friends, was losing myself in the process of trying to accomplish this huge goal that I'd been trying to attain. So I think that yeah. that was the biggest lesson for me, just to like reflect on, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah. Chanel, you as a strategist, I mean, you mentioned that you prepared for, you manifested being on the challenge. I get a lot of DMs of people asking how to get on the challenge. Listen to Chanel mm-hmm. and manifest. Also true. Yeah. Um, but uh, we don't see a lot of you in the lead up, um, which I actually think is sort of telling usually because that means like, oh, they're the silent killers, right? Like they're going to, you're going to see more of them as like the season progresses. Yes. So earlier in the season, <laughs> we don't see a ton of you. Um what was your strategy and did you kind of have conversations or thoughts with yourself about that going in because you said you physically trained but how did you prepare for this element that really shapes the game yeah that's a great question I I don't know if I thought so much about strategy other than like get out the vets um and also just like (laughs) the thing that I had to like realize is that survivor is so much different than the challenge. Whereas Mm -hmm. like 
on Survivor, um, you know, your so- your social game can kind of get you to the end and like mm-hmm. backstabbing is like rewarded and being like slimy and shady is rewarded. And the mm-hmm. challenge, like you want to be fiercely loyal to your people, right? Because right. it's time in the game where, you know, you're going to need them to help you get further. And so that's what we see like in the beginning of the game. I'm like fiercely loyal. I will die on this hill for you, Desi and Michaela, right? <laughs> to getting mm-hmm. to the end of the game where like these are people who protected me because of that out that upfront kind of um, loyalty that I showed. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's interesting because we don't see a lot of my social connections, but like I was really embedded like with Survivor, but also Big Brother and the vets. Like once we got to the middle of the game, mm-hmm. I made a real like I I made pretty like pretty important alliances with Bananas, with Wes, okay. uh-huh. um, with Corey. Like those were my core men. We don't see wow those relationships. Yeah, but like there's a reason why Bananas went to the booth and didn't vote for me right at the end. Right there's a reason mm-hmm. why I put my ball on Josh and not Bananas. Also, mm-hmm. Josh and I had a, a vendetta. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's hear about, <laughs> yeah, let's hear about this. But that I had really, true. I had really strong relationships with the vets, which we we don't see the vet men, which we don't see. And so, really, I just knew that it was going to come to a certain point where they could not protect me, and I was just going to have to fight for myself. And so, really, I was just like, be loyal to my mm-hmm. girlies as far as long as I can. Um, you know, set up a a strong line of like men that I wanted to work with, mm-hmm. and then when it comes down to it, just fight, fight your way into the final. Can you speak to what was the dynamic between you and Josh in the house? Because we don't see a ton of interaction between the two of you. Give us a little behind the scenes. Josh was convinced and he was right that me and Michaela were gunning for him. (laughs) Michaela and I wanted him out so, so bad because Josh, very similar to like Michelle was embedded Mm. really well with both sides, right? Mm. And the rookies and Josh, like I saw right through the whole, Hey buddy. Hey brother. I love you. (laughs) I saw right through that. I'm like, Josh, come on now. Like, like I see what you're doing. Um, Right off the rip. Yeah. And the thing is, I knew Josh had so many people to protect and I was at the bottom of his list. Right. And so I was like, Josh is, Josh is someone that I'm expendable to. So he's expendable to me. And so that's why for a really long time, I wanted Josh out. But eventually we had to put the knives down, call it truce and make it further because there was a certain period of time. I, I was getting balls every single week, like mm-hmm. over and over. So um, that was kind of what my like what my approach was to the social game, to the strategic game. Can what I just you... say, yeah? Can I just say real quick, Chanel played one of the best as a rookie coming in. She and it's disappointing that it's not highlighted. She played one of the best social games yeah. that I've seen any rookie play in that house. Michaela did too, but Michaela was kind of cold. Like Michaela was like either she rocked with you or she didn't, and there was right. no getting it. Chanel really brought in that group, and then Desi for. I want to say the first half kept kind of to herself. Like it was really hard to read her, but Chanel was like that one that pulled them in and she Mm -hmm. played such a good social game. And like she said, she was connected with a lot of people. I right off the rip, we were in a team together. So I saw her as an asset, but quickly I realized the threat that she was because I was like, this Mm -hmm. girl's good. Um, um, So she became kind of like, I was like, all right, if I want to advance myself or advance the people I'm working with, she's got to go. But as the game went on, I was like, Dude, she's such a strong competitor, and she really – the dailies, you can only see so much. Chanel really competed so good. So, I'm listen, I'm proud of the turnout that you had this season, Shaney. And, uh, yeah, you played a great game that you, people got to put respect on. Mm-hmm. So There yeah. was a lot of chatter around Chanel. I met Chanel uh, at Marie's baby shower, and 
people had great things to say and there was just a lot of chatter and I think even when I talked to you Tori about like oh I met Chanel there was just a lot of like um respect for so I knew great things were going to come for you uh Chanel which is why I was like we've got to get you on the podcast we've got to get you on the podcast um and how you play but now knowing about Goldman like obviously she's a strategist of course she had really good strategy heck she was making good money advising other people of course of course uh she was really good at strategy all right we have to take a quick break but we'll be right back after this there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you said, uh, Chanel, that you and Josh sort of put your knives down, right? Like you eventually like called a truce. Um, did you have a blatant conversation around that? Or was it just kind of an understanding like, hey, all right, let's stop going after each other? No, we we had a blatant conversation um, around that. And so I think it was around the merge, quote unquote, yeah. um, where we started to see a shift where basically every guy in the house wanted to work with Tori, Chanel, Desi, Michaela. Like every guy was yep. like, you guys are my final four. Y'all are my final yep. four. And I think Josh mm -hmm. was like, all right, like you're, you gotta be my final four too. Yeah. And so that was when yeah. the conversation happened where the four of us became a commodity in the house. Whereas before mm -hmm. with teams, it was like very, like you couldn't really make, you couldn't really make like strategy off of us being in teams. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. an interesting shift in the game. And I think that it was all about surviving to get to that point. And then we all kind of was like, all right, we're, we have to work together now. And uh, with obviously the only exception of Josh, it like worked because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the exception. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, no, for real. Everybody made it. And not that I, oh. not that I didn't want Josh to be there. I really like what I, I mean, I feel bad saying that because I'm like, I voted for him. So it's like, you know, yeah. it's, it's like, how can I say that? But I did. I was actually praying to God that his ball was not picked. Um, yeah, it was tough the minute Chris won. I feel like the minute Chris and Michaela won, I was instantly oh, looking yeah. at you guys sort of being like, okay, what is going to, you know, I mean, happy for them. And, and yeah. also, oh, my God, how can like, you not be? Yeah, yeah, because of Victor, look, Chris has faced adversity, you know, good or bad getting there. So to make it and have that like peace of mind that he's going to the final is just wow and good on Chris. And, and yeah. then Michaela having that fear. At that chat, I feel like maybe she's maybe that's the ultimate strategy, and she's just psyching folks out because no, this is no. one of the second times we've seen <laughs> Michaela pretend. No, because remember she was like we've seen her 
get real scared at heights and then she like comes out on top so like i don't i don't know i don't know how her brain works but she's brilliant she's motivated by fear man there's nothing that could have taken her off that ladder i I thought the ladder was gonna burst into flames i'm like this bitch is fucking incinerating this thing like yes she was killing amazing amazing like she was crushing it i remember before the challenge we walk up and if you see michaela dead silent you know she shook so i knew she was terrified but that's exactly like you said, like she's so driven by fear mm-hmm. that it's so it's so awesome to see in person. Like, yeah, on the show, it's, but like when you see that and you see somebody so shaken and up and she's like. Like at the verge of a panic attack and she just performs that shit so admirable. So it's powerful. I was really so I was so happy, like while for my game, I wish we could have targeted Chris. Obviously, like I was genuinely so happy when I heard both of them make it into the final because they had yeah. a journey, especially Chris. His path was not easy, so they yeah. definitely deserved a spot. So I'm happy for those two, yeah. Speaking of someone else who had a journey, um, and we we noticed, like I mentioned earlier, Chanel is pretty, like, chill. We don't see a ton of her up until this point in the game. But when we do see her, oftentimes she is making a facial reaction, whether it be a <laughs> side eye or grimace or eye roll at Cassidy. So can you speak a little bit, Chanel? I wish we could do a montage. Like I do, I wish moments like this, that this podcast was visual. So we could just do a montage of those moments with Chanel standing there, hands in pockets, head tilted to the side, which is like classic <laughs> Chanel, I feel like. And her just making a face while Cassidy's like giving a speech or calling somebody out or whatever. And Chanel, she just rolled her eyes right now in the video, you guys. Exactly. So uh, Chanel, can you, you speak a little bit about your thoughts about Kat, you know what you like about her strategy and gameplay maybe what you didn't like and then ultimately how you feel when you find out you're going into an elimination against her yeah i mean from the beginning of a game cassidy wasn't really protecting me i think it was a case of chanel's already protected so i'm going to just take credit for protecting her right like the oh, red team when it yeah the red team went into a like an agreement with the blue team that they weren't going to target us and so Cassidy never at any point actually stuck her neck out on the line for me mm-hmm. and i think that there was assumed survivor alliance like there was no real survivor alliance i didn't trust chris sebastian had his head in the clouds cassidy was chaosity in the game so really and then M- michelle i was close to and then obviously desi and michaela and so mm-hmm. there wasn't a real sur- survivor alliance and i think once we got to the individual portion like i got to really experience cassidy's game and i think she played a very like lack of self-aware like she played with a lack of self-awareness there are times in the game where i was like going like guns blazing towards the vets and i realized Mm -hmm. i might be by myself in this fight um Mm -hmm. and i had to pivot and shift my strategy cassidy never shifted her strategy she she didn't play a dynamic game at all and so it was really hard to play with her and then i think the part that kind of made me roll my eyes at her was when she would like puff up her chest um, about yeah. her elimination wins. And I'm like, baby, like you didn't really go against formidable opponents, you know, like Ooh, not, I'm, I'm not just you being, discrediting everybody she went against. I'm just being mm, real. Yeah. Like if you're going to go on the sand, beat your chest and call someone out, like, I, I mean, you got to have like a real win under your belt. And so that was really. But she's had several. Idol. You can't take away. Dude, I mean, I, she's had I several elimination be, wins. Yeah. yeah, you can't take away multiple. Elim- an elimination win is an elimination win. A win is a yeah. win. Yeah. <laughs> but a also win. think about think about the emotional stress you have to go through yes. for potentially going in every single time. Yeah. Like, she's not even just battling yeah, an opponent. Yeah. She's literally battling the fact the that house. She, everybody wants her out of the game. Yeah, you know, like. Yeah. 
Yes, I, no, I get that. I get that. And maybe the layup comment was a little bit harsh, but I guess wait, I you're so saying, you're so like, referring to her as a layup when she's no, oh, I, it was okay. harsh. It was harsh. It was harsh. Okay. Yes, okay. it was harsh. Um, I will I will walk that back a little bit. It was definitely harsh. I guess what I was really just trying to say was like I just wasn't impressed, right? I, I like I wasn't impressed. Um, but I even do- by multiple limit. Damn, you're hard to impress. We got look. We got to roll because Cassie <laughs> has been getting it, and and she, you know, like. I, if roles were reversed, you don't think even after one elimination win, but certainly after multiple. Now, granted, her strategy did seem chaosity seemed very apropos as a name because yes, her strategy, all the things, it was a little interesting. But after even one elimination win, regardless, because anything can happen, and I mean, we've seen greats go out, right? Like any anything can happen in elimination, and she's also a rookie, and so to go in and come back even once I feel like you would swagger in there and be like you know you you'd have a little little extra height uh in your stance there um but then to see her do it three times she she obliterated the Alyssa's we can just just the Alyssa's we'll just call it she got the Alyssa's out um Michelle as well I mean we got to put some respect on Cassidy's name. I'm gonna, She's I'm gonna put it some, since point. I'm going to put some respect on Cassidy's name for sure. I wouldn't say she obliterated the Alyssa. I think she just beat them. But um, I'm going to put respect. It was a close game both times. I'm going to put some respect on Cassidy's name. There has got to be. I mean, I know I was isolated in my season of Survivor. There is a huge mental toll that it takes on you. And to be able to fight through that and to still win and to show up. Like, we, I yeah, we got the win. I will absolutely give her respect. I just didn't appreciate being called out like people will Chanel is a strong girl she's not a strong girl whatever you know like whatever Mm -hmm. your opinion is is fine but don't call out like a really strong competitor when like you have won off of like you know maybe not as great competitors in the in the same wait I have a question for you how big of your win in this elimination how would you categorize that win I mean, I think a hall brawl is hard. Um, but like, listen, if I went in a hall brawl against Tori and I won, I'd be like, all right, yeah, like I'm that girl. Right. If I went in against, you know, like Alyssa Snyder or I'm sorry, actually, I shouldn't call anyone out. <laughs> if I went okay, don't overthink, smaller just over than me, smaller than me, right? I'd be like, yeah, like I would expect that outcome, right? But if I went against someone that I'm like, man, I'm really proud that I beat them, I'm gonna feel like, you know, I have all so the- So are you downplaying your win in the elimination? Is the question a little bit? Mm. Or is it fair for people mm. to downplay your win? Uno also, because hard. it wasn't just a hall brawl and it wasn't like a best two of three, which I think at that point, if we're going to, if we're going to, I'm just playing the other side. If we're going to hold it to that, when there's hall brawls that are best two out of three, that's crazy physically intense, right? Because you're doing it solely off strength and you're getting battered every time. When you're doing a hall brawl, that ultimately is determined by a puzzle where y'all get relatively close in shouting out those numbers. I mean, is it fair to say then that you really rocked a hall brawl or did y'all just pass in the hallway and solve a puzzle? I'm just saying if we're going to hold Cassidy to a certain standard, <laughs> is it only fair? The pair. No, fair point. Fair point. Um, listen, I will say Cassidy is a competitor. She is not a layup at all. I just was not like blown away by her elimination wins. That's all I will say. Was my elimination win like a huge win? Honestly, it was, a, it was, a, it was yeah, reasonable, but like, I would feel much better if I went into the like arena and beat someone like a Tori or a Michaela or Desi. I'd be like, wow, like I'm really, really proud of myself, you know?
And yeah. I think those those moments come from like when you don't expect yourself to win. Like yeah. you hope you do, but like you don't. And I think like maybe walking into this, you you had confidence that you could, you know. I definitely feel you because the, the eliminations I'm most proud of are the ones where I thought I was going to get obliterated and somehow didn't. So I think it's like when we surprise ourselves and Cassidy knew she was good at eliminations. You know, she was good at challenges on Survivor. She had mentioned that or competitions, whatever they're called. And, you know, so to see her to see her go in like this and also to put in your ball, like, I mean, she didn't have many, many options, you know, but I give her credit for for at least you know, putting her ball on you and then seeing it through. Yeah. Josh, what's your take on all of this? What are your thoughts on like Cassidy's elimination wins and just how she moved in the game? No, I think, listen, you win three eliminations. Um, that is super impressive. And like Tori said, I mean, we all know the energy when you enter the elimination arena and all that stuff and being down in the sand, that in itself, it's something that, you know, you know, it's tough. And to, for yeah. her to come out on top all the time, come back into the house, be outnumbered, targeted week after week, Um, you know, I know that's really tough. So I'm, I am proud of her. I'm not going to take that away from her. I think Chanel and Cassie off ripped it and rock with each other. That's just my take on it. Mm. You know, I felt the tension off the bat. Like, they just weren't close. That's just the reality. They weren't close. I think towards the end, they started, you know, getting along or whatever. But I felt like that competitive, you want to say that competitive energy where, you know, Chanel would tell me things. Cassidy would tell me stuff. So I was like, all right, they really, they're not in each other's corner. Um, but they stuck together because of Survivor. I think that's the only holding, like, the glue that they had, right? But, um, mm -hmm. you know, I got to, and like Chanel, I give Chanel credit. Beating Cassidy, she's been down in the sand three times. You won your yeah. way into a final. You can't mm -hmm. knock that either. You're a badass. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you're a tough-ass competitor. You know, if they highlighted or not, we lived, we, we, I swam with you next to you, next to you in the water, never gave up. I competed side by side with you in challenges. So I know what each of these girls have. And, you know, I'm not going to knock either of them because I think that both of them are really good competitors and they're two rookies that I think are going to become staples. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's such a good point. Like, you know, I think the energy across the board, like, yeah, you should look at what you just did as a massive victory because it's Dude. the elimination Dude. right before the final. And yes, it's a hall brawl. There was a physical aspect, but there was also after you get your brain concussed by the other person, you have to then yeah. go do a puzzle. So it's like, I don't you think she got her brain concussed because we know see her carry. She basically carried Cassidy back to the end. Can we all talk I'm about saying, how she, she did? She all did. I'm she saying did. is, all I'm saying is after impact, you then have to slow down your brain and think you know what i Wait, mean can, but yes can we talk about how she we're getting the rules from production and tj's there and she goes uh she's like sky can i drag her to my pole no you did not chanel i did I pin her down to the sand and then drag her they start arguing Cassidy's like do you really think you can drag me she's like yeah, yeah oh I can. my gosh <gasps> oh Chanel, we yeah, need you two on a rival season we oh, need you two on a rival so season funny. and Chanel was oh. dead serious too. she's like can I drag her through this sand and just pin her down next to my my board I was like yeah she's Nuts. <laughs> you, okay, so y'all really <laughs> didn't get along. Is what Listen, this is big. They than did. Just, they did. On a personal like, level, on a, on a personal level, I think Cassie's a great person. From a game perspective, yeah, not you not saying all that after you just tried to disqualify <laughs> her three elimination wins and preemptively ask if you could drag her ass back to your side of the thing. Talk about on a personal level, she's a I good person. Done, you better girl. get out of here with that. On a, on a, 
on a personal level, I think she's nice and great. Um, but from a game perspective, we just play very different games, right? I'm very logical. I like to yes. think in strategy. I'm very like emotionally uh, intelligent in, in my relationships and in my moves, where Cassie's just um, very emotionally driven, very all over the place very much static in her gameplay and because of that we just didn't really mesh that well in the game um and so and why you and josh didn't mesh that well in the beginning that too (laughs) yeah (laughs) that too (laughs) and i think also for me right i just hold a very high bar for myself and so sometimes right that bar comes out being projected on other people i hold a very bar for everyone else and so when someone's not at that bar i'm like "Ooh, are you really that you know yeah that's not fair that's not fair because i will say that cassidy I got, I remember the one uh, round where I got like four balls on my name and I like walked to the side of the tent and just started crying to myself. And mm-hmm. so like, I cannot discount the emotional toll and yeah. weight that Ca- Cassidy had to carry throughout the game because I'm sure mm-hmm. that that would break even the strongest of us. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk strategy about this elimination? So we see it's Hall Brawl, right? And we know that that is you know a very physical i've always said if i walked into the arena and it was hall brawl i'd probably just turn around and walk away like that would even I'd probably even if it was pillow puzzle brawl uh i mean actually so th- so this would be the one time i i might turn around and walk away and then turn back and be like fine yeah. but for any of the other hall brawls like it's just i've always been like I would probably walk away. Um, uh, I say that, but I'm also stubborn. So who knows? But they're just scary. They're hard. But with this one, because it wasn't just determined by who got to the other end first, right? Which they usually are. It's usually who gets to the other end and that's it. So you have every incentive to do what it sounds like Chanel really wanted to do, which is drag Cassidy all the way back to her side or, you know, take the other person. Here, the incentive is like, even if you do all that, you then still got to solve this puzzle. So I was curious about why it seemed like both of you spent a decent, like like whether there were rules that were told to you or what, but you spent a decent amount of energy fighting one another in the hall when ultimately you're kind of risking your physical health going into the final. Like if you make it out because, you know, you might be bruised and battered up or whatever, which is going to hurt you in the final. But also when you, you may win the hall part, but because uh, I think we even see it like didn't Cassidy went and reported an answer first. Now it was wrong, but like she thought she had solved the puzzle um, at one point. So, yeah. Did you guys ever think maybe we don't fight that hard in the hall and we just I or not we, but just, you know, your own personal strategy. Like I don't fight that hard in the hall. I just gun it to that puzzle so I can solve it and win. I mean, I think you guys know my strategy. I wanted to drag Cassie all the way to my puzzle party and <laughs> yes, turn her down. <laughs> yeah, I think that went out the window. That was my all. strategy. Honestly, I swear to goodness, that was my strategy. I was just going to put my puzzle and hold her down until I figured it out. I feel like out. this is becoming a Watch What Happens Live episode with Andy Cohen. And every time you say the word Cassie, drink or whatever, you know, when he Took ever says that, like, I feel like that's what's happening. No, yeah. truth, um, that was my strategy, though. But um, it's so funny for the I don't know why I spent so much time in the hall. Um. But I just wanted, I knew I wanted to get to my puzzle first, but I was really disappointed when I saw the puzzle at the end of the hall brawl. Like puzzles are not my forte. I'm not really good. I honestly was like thinking Cassidy might win this because of the puzzle itself. Mm. And so I guess I just wanted to get to my puzzle as quickly as possible, have any kind of moments that like any additional time that I could, could have to try and solve it. But I didn't really have that much of a strategy going into it. What about you, Josh? 
I think Fess, I think Fess was like, listen, we don't really, Fess kind of put that out there, but I'm like, dude, we're going to be in, a, first of all, there's nowhere to run. We have two yeah, pillows you guys between are big. us. Yeah, you guys we are had big. to, you know, there was no way but to go through each other. So I think Fess threw that out there. But at that point, it was like, listen, I'm just going to do what I can to get across. Um, but it, it, to be honest with you, I wish it would have been a regular hall brawl. Like, even going against Fessy, at least I would have been like, all right, I take my L gladly. This fucking, this dude ran me over three rounds, like, but I gave mm -hmm. a, a good fight. Like, that one just felt a little, I don't know. And it being one, like, one round, one shot just sucked. But Yeah, um, one round, one shot, I thought. It would have been nice to see it. It came couple. down to the puzzle. It came down yeah. to a guessing game. What do you guys think about Fessy's strategy to not even really do the puzzle, but d just to keep going back and guessing numbers? What do you guys think about that? Smart. smarter not harder it's 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 so interesting because i remember right right after josh put a ball on me that probably sent me in he's like chanel so how do you solve this how do you solve this puzzle yep. what's your yep. strategy and i was like listen the strategy is if you guess a number your number is probably just one or two off from the actual like yep. right answer mm. so i was like when you go back i was like just keep guessing one above or one below like that's typically how the puzzle kind of breaks down and so mm -hmm. we saw Fessy just going one more, You're just right. one more. And then he finally hit it. Yeah. Yeah. So Josh, did Chanel give you this bit of info prior to you going into the elimination? Right before, yeah. Right before we were yeah. putting on our shoulder pads and she was talking, like she had said, oh, I've done this puzzle before. Like kind of, you know, like Chanel was feeling herself. So I was like, oh, bet. <laughs> give me the bonus. Because I had never done a puzzle like that. I feel good with puzzles, but I have never seen one like that, at least on the seasons I've done. Um... So she was right. She was right. And it, it worked out for Fest. But um, I was it, it felt so fast, too. That was the one thing if like split like you play this game for so long and in seconds, it felt like not even 45 seconds. The game was over. I was like, what? The? So it, it just happened. It all happened so quick. But I'm proud of Fest, man. And he, you know, he deserved his spot. So it is what it is. Does it feel good a little bit knowing at least one of your dearest friends uh is in the final yeah 100 i mean yeah, of, of course but even looking up at everybody that was left and i was bawling my eyes out but i was so happy for every single person because we truly every single person that was left at that point in the game be it you were down in the sand three times to cassidy and chris or you know we all played such a good game socially and connected and looked out for each other so i was really just happy to see the group that made it they were also deserving to be there so this has been um, a, an really amazing season. You guys have Hell all been yeah. amazing. And I have to give props to the vet guys and the rookie girls. Because wow. there are, there's only, sorry, Tori. Wow. Can't be you. Because look at how many rookie girls, <laughs> oh, yeah. there's only one vet girl left. Yeah. There's yeah. only one vet girl left. And these rookie girls came in and executed and stayed focused and made it happen and are arguable threats to win this year this season and I've made it a point not to have spoilers this season um for myself because I want to just like watch as a fan and I really anyone could take it home it's anyone's game um yeah. and then to the rookie guys be, or sorry to the vet guys because there's only one rookie guy left you guys now granted some of the rookie guys this season <laughs> were interesting but as a whole, um, you meaning that I felt like the the women came in laser focus. I felt like the women, the rookie women, came in sort of running the house from the jump. Sure. Whereas for the rookie guys, I felt like some of them just were like, 
or you know, sort of the vibe. Um, but like props to the rookie girls and and even the rookie guys in the beginning for having the vets on the back foot for so long because for a while it looked like um it it was definitely an uphill battle for them, but it makes this final really interesting. Josh, what will you do? differently like one thing that you'll do differently when you come back next time and what's one thing that you feel like works really well for you this season that you're definitely going to incorporate into your strategy again I mean this whole season it's I didn't have the outcome that I wanted but I'm you know I think with every single season you learn from your mistakes and I think that definitely crossing one of my really good friends in the game being Johnny I think that that was for me personally, that was even after we filmed, I was struggling with that so bad. We all traveled and we like for a week went and did our thing. And I was still struggling with that internally, but I mm -hmm. kept it to myself. Um, I think that I would never cross. What am I good? I'd rather cross myself if I'm being honest. I'd rather like put myself down on the fan. That was a learning lesson. But I think also don't make too many promises you can't keep. And right. I think that I made way too many promises that I couldn't cash. And I'm the first one to admit that. Yeah. Um, and that's all I can do. But also I think that I'm, while I'm disappointed how my game ended, I'm proud of the game that I played because yeah. it played a really good social game, if you want to say. And, um, you know, I, I really, I was so laser focused on getting to the end that I lost sight at the end, but I still made it to top 10 and I'm proud of that. So, And your hair looked uh, great, Josh, by the way. In some of those interviews, <laughs> you were you. serving looks, the like you had a leather jacket at one point. Like, I was like, okay, Josh, like, really, I'd say this is one of your best seasons when it comes to that. So, like, you were serving, okay. sir, and you did play a good game. You kept your cool even early on. And at the end, everyone can't go to the final, right? So, like, you know, it is what it is. But it's not even like I actually personally don't even think it was necessarily a karmic thing as much um, for I think we see it play out in the show sometimes but I don't feel like personally it was that I just think it wasn't it just wasn't your day it wasn't your moment um, yeah. but you did a really good and you didn't get booted out Josh so like or you know get that hot-headed to where you got mad and then throwing things or anything like that so that's progress yeah Joshua so thank proud you. Thank you. of yourself I appreciate it. Thank Chanel you. What's one thing you would do differently without giving spoilers? We don't know how it ends, but just in general, from where we are now, like what's one thing that didn't work for you or that you're like, okay, next season, I'd probably switch this up. And then what's something that you feel like, oh no, I feel really good about how I've utilized this. And I'm going to definitely do it again when I come back. Um, I would say from a, from a game perspective, I'm not sure if there's that much that I would change. I think like I was a little bit gullible. Like there were a few times where my really close allies like Michelle would just like kind of screw me over and I'd be like, oh, wow. how did I not see this coming? You know? And so I would just say like, just keeping my head on a swivel more. And mm -hmm. I think from a, just like perspective of being like bringing more of myself always to the season. Um, I think that like, sometimes it's hard to break out of like my very like, logical yeah. and um like laser focused shell and so I, I would just say like bringing more of myself to the season I think that I, I did it you know pretty well or much better than I did in Survivor but we don't see it as much come across and so I would just say like being you know having more fun with it really like I was yeah. really 
into the game. And I just want to have more fun with it next time. Also, Josh, our fearless leader, uh, I just have to give you props. You put together the most chaotic <laughs> team ever. Clearly. <laughs> um, so I thought it was an all-star squad. See, listen, I before we came into this, I, I had no idea Chanel was going to be on, but I saw her training. We met prior to the season, and I was like, dude, this girl's badass. So as soon as I saw her there, I was like, oh, I want her on my squad. And she's a great competitor, but I think that you saying that, Shani, I think as the season went on towards the end, we definitely saw you come out of your shell. And I don't know. I just, like, I'm so – listen, this – the ending was a shit show for me. It was probably the worst outcome. But I'm just so happy and so thankful with God that, one, I continue to come back with the group that we were with. Like, I truly fucking have so much love for these people, and I'm so happy to see them continue in the game. And I'm just – I feel so lucky that I was part of this – like the season two of USA, because it was such a good group of people. And yeah. I feel like we're going to be stuck together moving forward in future seasons. Yeah. So, yeah, even though me and Chanel had a rocky start, I think and we'll, that's I all think both this. you guys had incredible seasons. And Chanel, I just want to say, like my first season, I walked away feeling like I wish I would have done more or whatever. And I was a rookie who kind of stayed quiet through the entire game, just tried to win, play politically, but like was very low key made it to a final and like that was massive in the challenge fandom eyes like what felt small to me because I felt like I could have given more it's like I actually didn't give myself enough credit like and I think that you maybe be in the same boat because it's like you deserve to look at this entire thing and be like holy crap I made it all the way through this insane game went to a hall brawl at the very end and made it into a final yes so there's a lot in the damn final kid what absolutely like He's no that's epic himself. and legendary in and of itself and you don't have to be in like i would just ask for more of your side eye and looks <laughs> in future seasons because i live for it like it's always funny because the cameraman would just like cut up to chanel like they something going on and it would just like quickly cut to chanel making a face and then it would like cut back i live for that it was so like fun and i feel like we would get to see a little bit of oh that's what she's thinking or like oop chanel's not happy about that which is fun but yeah, like the ones sometimes who are the loudest or make a big show, maybe too much of their personality are the ones that get sent home early yeah. sometimes. So, you know, what you've been doing has definitely worked as long as you feel like you're getting the most out of the experience. Both of you guys, it's been so fun to watch. I do think this is one of the best challenge seasons in challenge history, wow. in my opinion. Um, I think it's, yeah, I do, I do. I think it's been so good. I tell everyone, I was telling people in the airport yesterday, they're like, get away from me with this. But I'm like, no, no, no. Like I was telling my doorman, cause he's a challenge. I was like, no, this season, like really, it's just, it's got all the things. Um, so many of you guys are great. And you kind of root for everyone in their own way for different reasons. Like it's just, you guys, it's been a chef's kiss of a season. Um, is there any, Parting words. So I get a lot of DMs of people whose dream is to be on the challenge. What's like one sentence to anyone listening who feels like one day I want to do that? I want to manifest being on the challenge. What's like one, the one piece of advice or the one thing that you would want to give to them or want them to know? I would say like, just always believe you're the exception. I always believe that. And like, that's going to help you manifest whatever you want. I'm, I'm like, why not me? So I would yeah. just say, be delusional in your belief you in yourself, girl. I, I am happily delusional. I think, yeah, I'm delusional all the time, but it works, it works half the time. So like be delusional in yourself. Uh, Josh, what about you? What's the one thing that you would want to share? I think, um, First of all, fucking stay true to you and love the hell out of yourself because getting in this space and being on TV, you got to be very, very 
yeah. be confident and love yourself, be happy in your own skin because if not, people will destroy you. Yes. One day you're a favorite, the next day you're hated. Uh, luckily for me, I've been hated. <laughs> it gives me the freedom to not give a shit. But I think that, you know, there's so much negativity that comes with it. But then it's also such a blessing. And I, I'm i just so thankful. Now I'm going to go on a rant. But I'm just so grateful that this has turned into my life. And I take the positive And it's just like, if this is what you want to do, then go for it. I never saw myself. I've been in this game for six years, and I truly never thought I would end up on reality TV. Um, so I feel very lucky. But if it's your dream, just block everybody out until you manifest it, like Shaney said, and make it a reality. Yeah. Amazing. You guys are so great. For If they want any more of this uh, inspiration from you two inspirational gurus, uh, or they want some strategy... <laughs> Um, maybe take the strategy from Chanel, a little less from Josh. But either way, uh, still good, good sure. strategies. Where can they find you on socials? Where can they follow you? You guys can follow me on Instagram at Chanel Howell, TikTok, Chanel.Howell, and shameless plug. I did just launch my career consulting business. Go off, Click the link in my bio. I do do uh, free consultations um, if you guys are trying to figure out what kind of careers you want to step yes. into. Nice. Woohoo. I love that. Yes. Um, my, my IG's Josh underscore martinez and then twitter is yeah just <laughs> yeah. that's where you can keep up with me on madness <laughs> Stay oh. Oh. Dude, well it's always a pleasure talking to both of you guys chanel congrats on the launch of your business yes, i'm is. so proud of you and i mean i'm sure the like not that my pride matters but everybody who watches you should just know how difficult that is the moves that you've made in your career to step away from you know goldman sachs to yes. go to the challenge to then start your own career like that's honorable oh, yeah. and everybody should share her stuff and go check it out because like what a what a genius of a woman you are and josh we love you and you're you, you have a love heart of gold so take care of that heart because you deserve to be loved and fuck the people who don't like you for real love you guys this is fun Thank you for the free therapy session. I needed it. <laughs> You're well, it's to prepare you for your Real Housewives audition. I may have oh said in a previous God, episode, Josh, that you sure. should be a Real Housewives. <laughs> I got to change it up. Something's got to switch up. Huh? <laughs> well, we'll uh, keep watching for whether you, you are, Josh, yes, you definitely are a bit of a roller coaster, but in an entertaining <laughs> way. Like somebody's got to do it and be it. And we love it. Yeah, Thank man. you both so much for coming on the podcast and opening up and sharing about your experience. And and Josh, we look forward to seeing you're a challenge staple at this point. So we definitely look forward to seeing you again soon. And Chanel, excited to see what I've made Tori swear not to give me spoilers. So like I am excited to see uh, how it all turns out. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, friends. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 
10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What an interview, Tor. So good. Double dose. I kind of like these double dose moments. How do you feel about it? I mean, it was a lot. Like, both of them have completely different storylines right now. Right? And obviously, one of the storylines is continuing. Chanel's going to the final. Josh gets eliminated right before the final. Like, it just feels like a lot. Like, yeah. heavy in a way. Yeah. But happy heavy, for but, Chanel. But interesting, right? Like, I feel like yeah. we're peeling back the layers, which is so cool. We're getting to learn a little bit more. I've yeah. said it time and time again. This is proving to be one of my favorite seasons of all time. So good. And speaking of peeling back the layers and the onions, do you eat onions? <laughs> but better question, even if you don't eat onions, where can people peel back your layers and find out more about you on social? Guys, you guys can watch me eat onions on Instagram <laughs> for sure. At Tori <laughs> underscore onion and no, it's Tori underscore deal. And I also just released a new book. It's called The Soul Spill. So if you want to support me on my personal projects, it means the world to me. Click the link in my bio. But Devin, where can they watch you and your new onion cooking show? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Food You Don't Want to Eat. Uh, you can watch me or find me. Uh, you can go to my website, devinsimone.com. So that it's Devin with a Y, Simone with an I, dot com. Uh, if you scroll to the bottom, you'll see my socials. Uh, you can, uh, if you Google Devin Simone Amazon, you'll find my Amazon channel, which is a lot of fun. And I talk to challengers on there. We go live. We do some shopping together. So make sure you find that and click a follow button. Uh, and then Instagram. I'm probably most active ish on Instagram. So that's Devin with a Y, Simone with an I. So make sure you guys check that out. Yes. And if you like this episode, please, please, please rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and make sure you tell a friend. Absolutely. And then catch new episodes of The Challenge USA airing on CBS. And we'll see you right back here after for a brand new episode of MTV's official Challenge podcast. The Real Housewives of The Challenge coming soon. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.